Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. The beauty of, of live things. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey dad, and Robbie Falk. Here we go on a Tuesday morning, although it is a Monday afternoon. As you can see, we are here live uh, in Nashville at the Grand Hyatt for SEC Media Days. Is this part of the catfish tour? We can go get some catfish. I mean, I think I think we would need to be like uh, like a hot chicken tour up here. Hey, hot chicken! I love fried chicken. I love hot chicken. I love hot chicken. I want to thank all of our you got our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville. Here in Starkville. In Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was here in Nashville. It would be a little weird, but I'd be down for Bruceville, though. Did you see those Reese's cookies that he'd made this morning? Well, I guess it was – I don't know if it was – I just want to say something here. Did I want to say something here. Shane Reed is an enabler. He All is. Right? He is trying to make me fatter. I'm working very hard, and he, he is not helping me out. So I, I would appreciate it, Shane, if you're listening. You stop it. Got a promo on him right there. Stop it. I can't deal with it any longer. But having said that, if, it, they, if look they did delicious, have one of those in Nashville, I would hit it. I would around. go get me a Reese's cookie right now because I could go for one. Yeah. Totally. I got the, I got the, I got the, I'm getting a ton of steps in. Doing I just this. I just stopped at Bucky's. Yeah, I, I'm stopping at Bucky's on the way home. I got. Had you I never been? Say, never been. Do you, do you like cookies and cream? I do. I got some fudge. Okay. I'll eat some of that. Yeah. Did you get a boudin collage? I did not you know that You should have got one of those. I did not know that existed, but I might Guess what? You can way. stop on the way home. Here we go. College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise you're looking for. A lot of people here at SEC Media Days, not a lot of maroon and white. They need a trip to College Corner. Michael Borky is sitting right over here. He needs a trip to College Corner. We'll get him some Mississippi State gear. We'll have him look. He already looks good. He's a big gold Adonis. But we need to get him, you know, all, 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 all fitted up maroon and white. Whatever you're looking for, Mississippi State, they've got you at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area, originally by Fleet Feet, flowed by the half shell, or shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant, one of the best restaurants in all of the southeast. And here in the Starkville, Mississippi, there's just no finer place to eat. Rivers Huey will tell you all about it. She loves Restaurant Tyler. She's a big fan. I think she is. She's not listening. She was listening. She was listening, and then she stopped listening. I just said Restaurant Tyler. It's a great place to eat. You're a big fan of Restaurant Tyler. Yes, she is. Okay, we got got confirmation on that. We're going to have a lot of these drop-ins. Here, because people are just walking by. It is a busy time. Uh, LSU and Missouri are out here on uh, on media on uh, on Radio Row. Coach Eli Drinkwitz is here. Uh, we are hopeful to get him on Sports Talk Mississippi today. That may that may or may not happen. We're going to see uh, Matt Moscona talking to uh, Josh Williams from LSU over there. So a lot going on. I swear, I thought that was Charlie Winfield. 
across from us while ago. But it was actually <laughs> Charlie's SEC, up here making deals. He's an SEC head coach. Oh, Eli? Yeah, yeah he looks he just, just like, like him. him looks just like him. Yeah, man, yeah. we have seen all the personalities here. I just saw Josh Pate, Ross Dellinger. Yeah. Man, this is this is great. Andy Staples right over there with On3. Are you familiar with On3? I have. I have heard of them. Okay. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Billy Lucci from Texas, our friend Tyler Horkus. Favorite guy, Billy Lucci yes, down there. Sure. Uh, all sorts of folks. Uh, Cole Kublick right down the way. I saw Ben Portnoy when I came Ben Portnoy, the biggest personality of them all. All of these things are great, but they're not as great as Restaurant Tyler. We'll tie it all together there. <laughs> Uh, in the end, 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com, find a location near you, and open an account that's going to serve your family in the future. When you want to talk to somebody about a financial decision, you don't want to talk to somebody you don't know. You don't want to talk to somebody at a corporate bank. You want to talk to a local bank. We don't all have Richard Cross's money. Sometimes you got to get a loan. And when you do that, you want to talk to people that you know. So do that with a trip to Priority One Bank. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. What now? Yeah, he's, I, he's got I'm a little, all, he's got got a little cross money, too. Don't let him fool you. I'm all out of that money now. <laughs> so, I'm in debt for the rest of my life. R Richard has moved 16 times in the last six years. He, he, just, <laughs> he just picks up and moves. It's incredible. He looks annoyed with you. That's okay. He, <laughs> six, 16 houses, 38 cars in that time frame, too. 38? He keep he keeps. There's a reason we don't actually get any money out of that North Mississippi deal. They just give him cars. <laughs> and he's still got three hours to go today with Hey Dad plus the rest. We've of the we've day. recorded a lot. We, we, it'll be fine. Uh, tomorrow or today, as you're listening, mm -hmm. will be uh, Mississippi State's turn at, at SEC Media Days. First off, let's give a shout out. Uh, thank you. I think. To the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, I thought his uh, his tribute to Mike Leach to go tireless after he talked last year. What a great quote, by the way. But I don't understand why powdered wigs went away, but ties <laughs> didn't. <laughs> what a great quote that is. But I thought that was a very fitting and fun tribute, and I think Mike Leach would have appreciated it. So, uh, Greg Sankey, I know he's an avid listener of Thunder and Lightning, never yes. misses it. Uh, I want to thank you for that. Well, I mean, and here's the thing. I mean, we forget that – Mike Leach passed away in December. There's been virtually, outside of bowl games, there's been no SEC right. football. Yet, or yeah, the SEC spring meetings, but that's not something the public is privy right. to and things like that. So, yeah. So, and I'm sure we'll see something similar for Mississippi State first game, but with, there really hasn't been a whole lot of opportunities for that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, that, that was really cool. It had a great address. I mean, one of the best speakers you'll ever be around. Yeah. Greg Sankey. He had, he had a really good address. And, Talked about kind of the high points, everything he needs to, um, everything we all wanted to hear. So I, th I thought it was a really good address from him. So looking ahead to Mississippi State, you know, and I've done a couple of interviews today, and I mean, it, it is what we, we've thought it was going to be. Everybody's like, so why do you think they're going to be better than, you know, everybody's going to predict them last and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, I, I feel like this is Arnett's really his first opportunity to make deliver his message. You know, and, and the, 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 the comment I made on a couple of, of interviews was, as people, Arnett and Leach probably couldn't be any more different, right? Yeah. Like, Arnett's not going to sit down with you and talk for 30 minutes about aliens. Well, uh, he might. He might. You're not going to get, you know, when you ask Arnett a football question, you get a football answer. Mm -hmm. But in terms of what they are as coaches, I think they're very similar. They're both tough, hard-nosed guys, no nonsense. 
I, I, you know, Leach left his defense alone. It appears Bar- Arnett is going to leave Barbe in the offense alone. What If you're Coach Arnett tomorrow, what's the message you want to deliver here to the SEC media? Just that, you know, things are continuing on in Coach Leach's legacy and Coach Leach's stamp because I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think that, that Zach Arnett is following a lot of the same blueprint. He talked about on your show whenever I interviewed him on signing day mm-hmm. about how he has this manifesto that he got. That's what he called it, a manifesto that he got from Coach Leach basically on how to coach, the importance of certain things and, and how he addresses uh, student-athletes and how a program should be built. And that's something that was – built successfully at three different schools in the Power Five over a 20-year career. And you can say what you want to about Mike Leach. He wins games. He's supposed he's, he's supposed to lose, loses games, supposed to win, whatever. He wins more than he loses. Though. He does. A lot He more. was consistent. He was a guy that's going to average eight wins or so every year. And that's what you saw from him. And his, his uh, teams were traditionally very disciplined, very hard-nosed. Everybody always said – everybody always looked at Mike Leach as this goofy character mm-hmm. – at the end of the day, he was a football coach and a really good one at that. And I think Zach Arnett follows some of those same principles. So, for me, if I'm Zach Arnett, I'm coming in here and, and telling people, hey, we're not missing a beat. Yeah. We, we miss Mike Leach. We appreciate everything that he did for this program. But we're carrying this thing on and keeping the ball rolling with what he the, the, the line that he set. We're taking that to the next level. S- sort of the idea of he's gone, but he isn't. Right. I like that. Some of the same things that he's – that he produced as a Mississippi State coach, Washington State, Texas Tech. A lot of those same things are still going on for Mississippi State. And for me, I, I've said this several times, I see some of the same principles, some of the same look that I saw from Dan Mullen coach team at Mississippi State, which everybody would take back today, and a uh, Mike Leach coach team. I'm, I'm not seeing a whole lot of differences I saw some differences when Joe Moorhead was here. I thought that the team wasn't at, didn't look as tough, mm-hmm. didn't have the same look of a blue-collar team that they had under Dan Mullen. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that a lot more here. I agree. Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah. And then, you know, another message that needs to be delivered is by Will Rogers. Will is going to be in a situation where the, the, the label of system quarterback dominates him. People are going to talk about system quarterbacks. People are going to talk about him and the air raid, and now that that's gone, what are you going to do? What's Will Rogers' message to, to the media here? That he's a guy that can run multiple offenses. You know, that the air raid is just what he ran because his coach ran it. Yeah. He wasn't – people continue to forget, Will Rogers was not brought here by an air raid coach. Mm-hmm. He was brought here by a coach that ran RPO. Ran RPO. Read option. What would that have looked like? I don't know, man. I don't think he would have been. I don't think he would have been as confident in that. Which I don't want to say that because there's a lot of those same concepts in this offense, mm-hmm. and I think he can run it. But I the think, running part of it though would have been an yeah, issue for him. Yeah, and the, and that's Joe Moorhead put a lot on his quarterback for decision making. If you want to, if you got a, a some room to run, I want you to cut up and run. I mean, that was kind of a Joe Moorhead deal. Um, I, I think this is going to be a little bit different offensively for Mississippi State. But for me, if I'm Will Rogers, I'm telling people this this is no this is no different than what I've been doing the last three years at Mississippi State. I can still run uh, an offense. It doesn't have to be air raid. It doesn't have to be RPO. It doesn't have to be read option, whatever. I can run an offense. Whatever offense you put in front of me, I'm going to be able to run. And I, 
I feel like people are discounting that because they haven't seen him. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how he handles uh, that. But it, it seems like he's starting to, to bump down the rankings again. Yeah. And everything that we said at the end of last year, you know, people are going to be high on Mississippi State because it's Mike Leach, year four, Will Rogers, year four in the system. They could be a dark horse team in the mm-hmm. SEC uh, media days, preseason polls. All that's kind of gone away in Mississippi State. Yeah. Everybody's reverting back to the same old predictions from Mississippi State. It really is something. And, and we t- I talked about it uh, earlier today. And that's, I mean, Satina predicted last last year and finished third. Yeah. And won nine games and won their bowl game and finished in the top 20. And yet here we are a few, you know, six months later. And it's like none of that ever happened. And it's like the team, you know, People are acting like this team went four, five and seven, four and eight a season ago. Instead, like I said, they had they had a really fine season. So, and my hope of that is people are just skeptical because of new coaching. If you're, which is fine. If if you're it's just doing it because you think that's how that's where Mississippi State falls in the pecking order, that's lazy. But I, I've said that time and time again. You know, if it's a if it's a situation where you're saying I'm going to wait and see on Mississippi State, mm-hmm. Zach Arnett has never been a head coach. Right. Okay, fine. Kevin Barbet has has came from Appalachia State. He's never been an offensive coordinator in this league. I'm perfectly fine with that. If you're if you're taking a wait and see approach, that's good. If you're doing it because you think Mississippi State belongs at the bottom of the SEC West, you're not doing any research. Mm-hmm. That's really lazy. Yeah. So that that's what that's kind of the the contention that I have with this because, in my opinion, seeing people kind of justify their predictions, that's the place where they're coming from. Not that there, know, there's a, there's a lot of I don't know if arrogance is the right word, but it's a lot of well I mean they're Mississippi State yeah whereas Mississippi State is a program that has been to more bowls in a row and, and, and people they're middle of the pack in the SEC the last decade like I said it it's always drives me crazy and we're like oh well they did this with bowl blah 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 well, why hasn't your school done it yeah your school could have done it they didn't do it yeah, so there's there's like what four teams that have had. Only Alabama, Georgia, and uh, and LSU have longer bowl streaks than Miss. No, 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 not it's LSU. It's not no A and M didn't go to a bowl last year. State's they third now. You're right. Alabama and Georgia are the only two that have You're a longer right. bowl streak. They didn't. They went five and seven. Right? Yeah, okay. that's yeah, correct. Exactly right. So, for Mississippi State, you know, I feel like the the players and the coaches aren't going to embrace the idea of overachieving. Mm-hmm. I think they. I think it might just be a situation where overachieving is just kind of part of the culture. Of Mississippi State at this point, so we'll see how it goes. Interesting. Looking at we're looking at, across the way here, Matt Moscona talking to Jaden Daniels. That is such a huge game for Mississippi State when they play oh, LSU. Yeah. yeah, should be two and zero. Should be a good crowd, even though it's a it's a it's going to be a very uh, early kick. Game, but it's a big one. It's a huge game. So we'll see what happens there. We did LSU last week on our predictions, and I think we both took the Tigers to win. So I'll be interested to see if we hold on to that prediction as we get It'll a little be closer. Favored, but it's a it's a game that I think is not an impossible. You had yeah, them undefeated, right? Didn't you have LSU undefeated? I think I did. Gosh. They're going to be good. They're going to be really good. Oh, I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. They return a good bit on offense. I yeah. think they're going to be really good. All right. Well, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to them, if it's grilling season, when you want to cook out, you're cooking beef. Steaks and burgers, fantastic. Brisket and tri-tip, Absolutely. What else can you cook? Well, you're, you need to go ask your meat market, ask your butchers what's on the shelf and what's on special this week. There's got great specials, great things going on. Check it out. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. 
Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. It's just good. I mean, what are we talking about? We haven't been in like two weeks. When we get back next week, we are going. That's like 10 years in dog years. <laughs> That is a long time. Yeah, that's a long time to go without a chicken chipotle taco. I've got to have that. What was that? What was that thing that you tweeted out? What? That was like, it was like a panini or something. Oh, with the steak. Yeah. Yeah. If that's still if that's still on special, you need to go get that. Yeah. The I'm flank steak and the oh. caramelized onions and the. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm we're talking that. about here. That's the kind of food we're talking about. It's fantastic and it's great people. Great, great atmosphere over there at Two Brothers in the heart of the Cotton District. Uh. Advantage Business Systems. It took there me a second go. there. I was like, what is going on? What, what, what's that's happening? The, that's the one. Yes, Advantage Business Systems. 48 years of doing business with you in the state of Mississippi. They treat you like a neighbor, not like a number. When you need service, on an, if you need uh, a technological equipment, if you need copiers and printers, if you need computers and laptops, call Advantage Business Systems, and then bam. If you do need service, you call them back. No 1-800 number, no call center, nothing like that. Just Mississippi people doing business with you. Give them a call today and find out how they can help you. Number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. It's hot outside. It's hot here in Nashville. I wish Dolce was just right downstairs because I would go down there right now and get some gelato. I don't even care about the diet at that point. I just want, I just want, I just want a sweet treat. Well, if you want to reward yourself with a sweet treat, head yourself over to 509 University Drive and head to Dolce. Gelato, milkshakes, it's all great. And, of course, they're open for breakfast, 7.30 a.m. with bagels and coffee and breakfast sandwiches. They're open for lunch with the grilled cheese selections. They've got it all. 509 University Drive, that's our friends at Dolce. We can't get off schedule here, Robbie. We've got to get into our SEC predictions, and you have chosen the Kentucky Wildcats for yes, us. Yes, I did. So this, uh, so let's just jump uh, right into that. Kentucky coming off a disappointing six and seven year. Devin Leary now the quarterback there. We've been talking about it. It really does feel like even though they lost a guy that everybody was hyping up as a first round pick, they could be a better offensive team this year with Leary. I feel like he he's a more stable presence and a more consistent passer. Yeah, I do believe that he's a guy that's got the ability to do a few more things than, than Will Levis. Mm-hmm. Levis was, was always kind of like, you know, Eric, not really Eric Sarantola, but like – Some feast or famine, Woodruff, though. Maybe. Yeah. Know. You know, it was just like a guy, like, you knew if it ever clicked with him – You see the tools. Yeah. yeah. But it never – I mean, to me, it never really clicked. I mean, yeah. You had people hyping up his incomplete incomplete passes. and Yeah. Like, people were just trying to will this guy into being a great quarterback, and he never was. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm interested to see what they do. They've recruited fairly well mm-hmm. for uh, what they've done in the past. Yeah. The defense is always solid. Yeah. Um, they just – to me, they always kind of have a ceiling. But, you know, it is a, it is a team that's, that's pretty dangerous. This is a team that should be 4-0. At when they play their first really big game of the season. The first four are Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, our buddy oh, Joe Moorhead. What a terrible schedule. I know. And then in. and then Vander, they go to Vanderbilt. Now, they did lose to Vanderbilt last year. you got to think they'll turn that around. They should be 4-0. They should. I mean, if they're not, this is extremely concerning. This is a terrible first four games. This is <laughs> it's like, really bad. This is worse than Ole Miss's schedule last year at the first half. 
Oof. Ole, Miss, Ole Miss played Troy. There's nobody in there that's – You're right. I mean, I don't think Ball State or Akron are, are ready to make that kind of jump. I, I, I mean, we hope we hope for our buddy Joe that, they, that Akron does, but, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said, Vanderbilt, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah. You, you need to win that game. You cannot you lose two years in a row to Vanderbilt. Yeah, you're in trouble if you right. lose that game. So, we'll say 4-0. Yeah. And then they, they, they host uh, Florida, a team – this, this this Kentucky team they went down to Florida and won last year, but that, lost to Kentucky or lost to Vanderbilt at home. That series has turned. That they, they had lost like twenty seven straight or Th- something. Thirty two was it thirty thirty two straight, oh and then starting in twenty eighteen, Mullins' Dan first Mullen year, got beat by they've lost. I think they I think they split the last six. Yeah, I think that's correct. And they've been more definitely more competitive at Florida even when they've lost. Yeah. So I, I just, what do you what do you think? I don't, I don't like Florida. Then it's at Kentucky. I'm gonna go with Kentucky. I'm gonna go with Kentucky. Right. That, that's because five a and zero. Oh. They're five and zero, oh, and then they gotta go to Georgia. That'll be a top fifteen game. It should be. be. Should be. Uh, yeah, but Georgia wins. Yeah. All right. So five and one. I hope Drinkwitz isn't around when we make this next prediction. So they they Missouri goes to Kentucky. That they're gonna. I like Kentucky. Kentucky. I like Kentucky. Yeah. Um. We have them six and one, man. Schedule's not good. The back end of the schedule is where it gets tough for Kentucky, and it starts here. They they bring in Tennessee. I think we'll both take the Vols to win there. Yeah. Then they travel to Mississippi State, and whatever we've said through the years, this schedule, this series has the home team has dominated. If you remember two years ago, they might have been like six and two or something when they came to state. I think they, they were, were. I think they were only had one loss. Maybe one loss. They were they were in the top ten. That was a that was a big win for state at the time. They crushed they, them too. This is a similar situation. Yeah. I, until things change, until somebody bucks this trend, I'm mm-hmm. going to take Mississippi State in this game because it's at state. Yeah. Both teams have played horribly on the road in this series. All right. So I'm going to take state there. Six and three, then it's Alabama. Yeah, that's a six and four. Back and half then, of the schedule's tough. Man. It's back. They, this is where it gets tough. Front. And then it's at South Carolina and at Louisville. So now there's the difference between eight and four and six and six. I think they're going to lose to Carolina. I think they split here. I think they they lose to Carolina, but they'll beat Louisville at the end of the season to finish seven and five. Not impressed with Louisville the last few years. No, at Music City Bowl, they've not been. I like Jeff Brom. I think he's going to. I think he'll get that program going the right direction. But I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Wildcats here. So what are we saying there? Seven seven and five. So starts off great, and then it just kind of fades. Yeah. In the back end, and that. Yeah. You never want that to happen. No. Like you would rather be bad in the front and and really good in the back half. But that's not going to be the case for Kentucky. That's going to be a tough. Kind of what I think Mississippi State is going to be bad in the front half yeah. and then strong in the back half. So you would rather survive the first part of the schedule yes. and be really good in the back. Yes. All right. It's going to be a short podcast today, guys, because we've just got so much going on here at Media Days. We've got a lot going on for, for Sports Talk Mississippi. Please don't miss an episode of Sports Talk Mississippi this week. We've got great interviews all week. And don't forget, today is Mississippi State Day, which means we'll talk to Zach Arnett, we'll talk to Will Rogers, talk to Woody Marks, talk to Jaden Crumney. We're going to talk to them all on Sports Talk Mississippi. No podcast tomorrow because it is Mississippi State Day. Robbie and I are just going to be a little too, too busy for that. But we'll be back on Wednesday before he gets out of town. And then everything back to normal for us, including our interview with Matt Ayler from, from M Live and the Kalamazoo Gazette, previewing Western Michigan. I can't wait. I, I'm so excited about that. <laughs> I'm, seriously, I'm so excited about that. I was so excited to get somebody. I was just like, this is the, be- the best day ever. All right. And you know he's like pumped because he probably doesn't. He's like, when like, am I going to ever do a podcast in SEC country? Right. Exactly. So, good stuff. All right, guys. Have a great Tuesday. And Robbie and I will be back with you on Thursday 
For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Hay, and for Michael Borky sitting right over here. There he is. Reach for the sky, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Light on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.